This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Good Sunday morning and welcome back to WSHIT. I am Father Muldoon. Each Sunday, I like to bring you a little bit of what we're teaching the children in our Bible study here at St. Crabapple Parish. I think it's so important that we have transparency, especially with our young and tender children. Now, I've invited Sister Mary Holy Roller to talk to our children about God's love, a pure love between friends. Let's listen in now as the sister is with the children. Because when they hold each other really close and give a long kiss, and a warm hug. They tell each other that they're beautiful and everything like that. And they also have a bit of a laugh because they are the best of friends. And then something happens. In a very short time, because they're so close, the man feels his penis becoming erect, that straight, hard, and the sperm coming down into it, like it did when he had a wet dream. Now, Sister, I'm not entirely sure this is appropriate for our seven to ten-year-olds. Oh, Lord, um, is anybody on the microphone? Can you hear me, Sister Holy Roller? Is there anybody back at the studio? Oh, my Lord, dear God, um, let's, uh, let's hit the mute box or the button or whatever it is you do. Hello? Hello? Then she has the sperm. In the name of then Father O'Doul's, cut her off. WSHIT regrets the following content aired on its Sunday morning programming. Please enjoy this commercial break. Then the penis slips out, and that's all. This episode of the commercial break. A huge drive-in. The drive-in, yeah. Restaurant called the Varsity mm-hmm. near Georgia Tech. Right, right down there, next to next door to Georgia Tech. It's huge, and what it's famous for is the way in which they 
do the orders. Mm-hmm. So Fall dog, chili dog. Yeah, there's <laughs> crazy yeah. men back there. Like, like what you have, what you have, yeah, what you have, what you have. Two fries, all the dogs, cleaning shit up off the wall later. And so the manager said, "Hey Brian, why don't you take a break? I was on the I was on the grills, the the chicken and fish grill." Okay. And then the manager said, "Larry." You should take a break too. <laughs> go, it was go smoke break. Yeah. And we all smoked. And so we went downstairs yeah. and I lit up my camel wide and I was like, what's up, Larry? You know, kill it on a grill I'm today. And he's it. like, well, <laughs> <laughs> about that. <laughs> you are killing it. You're literally <laughs> killing the food. <laughs> you may be killing people <laughs> in addition to that. <laughs> He's, yeah. pre- he's pretending like this is a like like this is a real marriage. Yeah. I mean, it's a real marriage. It just happens to be to your cousin, yeah. which is really strange. Father of her, uh, the father of her children from her previous marriage lived there, and so to just up and up, you know, uproot and uh, like the Beverly Hillbillies or something is not uh, as easy as it so sounds. So she had kids before and then got divorced and then was like, I mean, there's really just no good men. <laughs> Yeah, Danny. Because <laughs> what? Remember me? I got divorced uh, Thanksgiving and on uh, Christmas I was like, "Well, Danny's got a dick." <laughs> Danny's got I a dick. Might as well jump on that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> familiar. The next episode of the commercial break starts now. This is Chrissy and Happy, Happy holidays. holidays. Best to you, Chrissy. Best to you, Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast audience. How the hell are you? Welcome to yet another edition of The Commercial Break. That's right. So glad that you're here. It's that time of year when we all get together and we sit around the big fat fucking turkey. We put on 10 pounds and yep. uh, we pretend to not to hate our our, our siblings. <laughs> our family. <laughs> and uh, I just love this. I love this holiday, man. I love Thanksgiving. There's just something about Thanksgiving. I think we were talking about this the last episode. There's just something about Thanksgiving that's it's non-denominational. It's non-threatening. I don't know what other holiday is threatening, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Halloween. It's not scary. everybody celebrates every other holiday. Yeah, yes. not everybody celebrates yeah. other holiday. And then, you know, you know, are you do you say Merry Christmas or do you say Happy Holidays or... We say yeah. happy holidays, but that's just because we. I don't. I don't think we purposely did that. I think we just said happy oh, holidays. Just kind of went into the lexicon. Yeah, that's right. And so we're all gonna get. <laughs> we're all gonna get around, and we're gonna we're gonna do the old turkey thing today. I had the rare opportunity of let's say the rare opportunity. I guess I'm gonna have lots more moving forward. But my son had like a little turkey day Aww. thing at the school. Yeah. <laughs> gobble I, gobble. Yeah, gobble gobble. He came out in the, like the little turkey headdress. You know, like <laughs> it looked like a turkey with the little tail and the little feathers on top. That's cute. And all of them did, and they were just my son. Who, if you get him here in the house. <laughs> The only thing that he wants to do is listen to music over and over again. Certain songs over and over again. And he wants to dance, right? Yeah. That's what he wants to do. Daddy dance. You know, daddy music a solo, which mean, in Spanish means, you know, only music, which is what happens <laughs> when we give him the iPad. We're like, music a solo, right? <laughs> only, only music. Amazing. And he just dances. And then his sister starts dancing, which is really just more like a bounce. Right, she just puts it? her butt yeah, out yeah. and just bounces like this, right? <laughs> exactly. She thinks she's dancing. Or she spins around in circles. Yeah. She thinks that's dancing, too. <laughs> So he is like the most gregarious, outgoing little dancer you've ever seen in your entire he life is. here at the house. But then he gets a little crowd shy, right. I've noticed, in these little events. A little stage fright. A little stage fright. He gets up there and he's just like staring and be like, <laughs> with like a wide-eyed glaze. 
like, what do I do shit. again? What do I do again? <laughs> There's I'm, all these people here. You know, I've been <laughs> to these things with, you know, godsons and, and daughters before. And, you know, I always make fun of, I was always making fun of the parents who are like clapping along like, right. do this, Johnny, do this, you little shithead. I told you this at home. Clap. And then here I am. I'm like, Matthias, yeah, 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 like this. And then move your hands round and round. <laughs> Why aren't you doing it? <laughs> Don't make me look bad. This video is not going to go over well on WhatsApp. <laughs> Stop with the shy oh. shit and get going. Please. <laughs> so I was video. There I am videotaping my son, knowing that I'm going to tell this story on air. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me of a video that I watched Maybe three days ago. And I can't remember who the comedian was. I want to say it's that guy who does the Comedy Central thing with the the videos. Oh, where he goes out and announce Trump voters about... No, 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 not oh. Jordan Klepper. Uh, okay. The guy where he takes, like, online videos and he just makes fun of them. The, oh. You know what I'm talking about? Well, that was that was Talk Soup, wasn't no, it? No, 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 no. Not Joel McHale? Uh, no, not Joel McHale. God damn, I wish somebody could <laughs> call me up right now if you even knew where you're recording right now. <laughs> Give me the answer. The guy, uh, Tosh, Tosh.0. Oh, Tosh.0, Tosh. there it is, yep. okay? The guy looked exactly like Tosh, Tosh, like Daniel Tosh. <laughs> but I don't think it actually was because I don't think he Tosh has children. Right. <laughs> but here's the video, and it's a, tic, it's a TikTok video. The video is this comedian's son breaking down a joke that his dad is telling about him him years ago <laughs> about how his dad listen to this his dad had got an ipad a brand new ipad and mm-hmm. he wanted to attach it to the cloud the family cloud yes but he couldn't figure out how to do that and so the teenage son says god dad you're such a fucking idiot like you know you can't even <laughs> attach shit to the cloud i'll do it for you uh-huh. takes the ipad goes attaches it to the cloud and what comes back is all the family pictures oh. that are uploading into the into the cloud. Uh-huh. So he starts flipping through them, oh. and then he sees a couple of dick pics, and he's like, well, that's not my dick, <laughs> but I bought that piece of furniture. <laughs> it's his son's Oh, my God. Dick. <laughs> so uh, being the comedian that he is, you know, he, he just... He laughed ca- about it. He just kind of lets this linger for a few minutes, yeah. right? And he's like, well, son, you know, I'm so glad you had an opportunity to get this on the cloud. I didn't really understand what the cloud was. But, you know, now I understand the cloud is essentially when you put all your shit and a thing that gets shared. He's like, yeah, dad, mom, mom takes a photo, goes into the cloud. You take a photo, goes into the cloud. And then his dad goes, and then you take a photo and it goes into the cloud. And the son realizes right away what's happened. And he's like, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> so how's your day, dad? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, he's totally Forget about the cloud. <laughs> right. It's really funny the way that the comedian tells it. Uh-huh. But the son's reaction, he is so fucking pissed. Oh, yeah. He's mad at his dad. And he's like, <laughs> fucking hate when my dad tells jokes like this on stage. And he always puts his hands like this when he's talking about, like, he's making fun. I don't even know where that voice came from, blah, blah, blah. He is so angry with his father. You can tell it's, he's trying to be a comedian. But what's really go you know, like trying to be funny about mm-hmm. it, what's really going on is seething fucking anger. Right. And all I'm thinking about, this is how this is literally how my brain works. I am watching my son do a turkey day dance, asking him to clap like he did at the house so it would be nice. So I can get it on videotape and send it to the WhatsApp group so later on in the afternoon I can record about it. And then in the future, my son's going to have fucking therapy because I was running around <laughs> talking about how my son it's twirls turkey. in circles with turkey feathers on his head. <laughs> it's unbelievable. 
<laughs> yes, you're you're going many steps ahead. Uh, uh, <laughs> so my brain works. I'm many steps ahead That's of the right. game. I can't figure out what's going on right now, no. but I, in the future, I am clearly aware of what's going on. It was the cutest thing that I've ever I seen, know, by the way. Was. And then the teachers took some old grocery bags, like some cardboard paper, mm-hmm. and they made rather a rather realistic, I guess, out of cardboard paper, looking turkey with the whole little, the legs and the white caps on the legs and the whole nine yards, right? Like picture perfect turkey. It was probably like three feet by three feet. It was Mm -hmm. a big turkey. And so the principal comes out and she tells us they've been working very hard on this. Here's what's going to happen. They're going to come out. They're going to sing. They're going to dance for three songs. And then afterwards, we're going to cut the turkey and everybody's going to get a slice. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, is there a real turkey in there? Is there actual meat in there? Because I don't know why they wrapped it. They could have just left the turkey out, right? Right. Maybe they didn't want the flies to get in it. Maybe this is some kind of present. Maybe the school board requires that they keep it sanitary. Right. I'm not really sure what's going on, but I'm I'm more confused. The health department. I'm more confused than anybody in the audience, right? I'm like, are we going to actually get turkey? Because it's kind of early in the morning. I'm not hungry for turkey. But if they they have a cheddar biscuit You'll have a piece. You'll have a piece. So at the end, they actually have like a little knife. And they start slicing the actual cardboard turkey. And I'm like, oh, I get it. They're going to cut little pieces of paper and then give it to the kids on a plate to kind of practice for Thanksgiving. Uh How cute. My dumbass doesn't realize what my wife realized the second that she saw it is when they cut into it, there's actual like gifts inside of the turkey and each kid gets a gift. That's sweet. And I was like, you you hear that? (laughs) She's like, did you not get that? And I'm like, I... I thought there was a turkey in there. <laughs> I thought we were all going to get... Is there meat in there? Yeah, I thought we were get a turkey cheddar biscuit from from Hardee's or something. <laughs> Welcome to Hardee's. Would you like a back massage? Remember your that newspapers. Yeah, the, your newspapers in the, the shitter with an ashtray <laughs> and a shot of whiskey. <laughs> Welcome, Mr. Johnson. Yeah. The bathroom is the one place our guests need to feel comfortable. We're talking about an episode where we reviewed some old training material, some training videos from Hardee's. Hardee's yeah. And this had to have been back in the 60s or 70s or something. But one of the – they were telling – I think it that, was the 80s because we were talking about oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. rap. Oh, yeah. They did a rap. Well, that point. was the Burger King one. Oh, okay, yeah. But the Hardee's one. But in the, in the Hardee's video, they were talking about being overly – like getting to know your getting customer. to know your customer yeah right and yeah. one of the things they said was the bathroom is where your customer needs to feel most comfortable like, <laughs> yeah because you eat a fucking hardy's burger at six in the morning you're going straight to the you gotta shitter. Go. Yeah. yeah and you know there are people out there whose whole morning routine consists of this mm-hmm. right i hate my wife and i hate my children they want my fucking ball and chain or alternately i hate my husband and i <laughs> i hate him. i gotta get out of the house yeah i am gonna drop the kids off and then I am. Daddy's go. going to work. Yeah, daddy's going to work. But where he's really going to is the Hardee's to read his cell phone on the shitter while eating a cheddar biscuit and drinking a cup of shitty coffee. You know that happens. You know that happens. Oh, yeah. I know this happens because I used to work at a McDonald's. I've said this many times before. And, and there were people. The repeats. Who, yes. They would religiously come in every fucking morning for a coffee and a biscuit or whatever it was. Right. And they were typically older. And sometimes they weren't. Skinny <laughs> looks like because they've been eating biscuits, bacon, every egg, and, yeah. yeah. You know, those bacon, egg, and cheese biscuits are like 3,000 calories oh, yeah. a piece. And then, inevitably, you know, back then they would smoke cigarettes at the table and then, yeah, go the, to the little bathroom. tin ashtrays. Yeah. And then I'd have to be the one who went in and cleaned, cleaned up. up. Oh my god, <laughs> you haven't seen any Ooh. war is hell, holy. 
And war is a McDonald's like, bathroom after the morning imagine. shift. Yeah. That's what it is. Fast food bathrooms. People, how, do, how do people get poop up on the wall? I don't know. How do you manage to get shit on the wall? How do you explode like that? I'm just wondering. You eat a bacon egg <laughs> A bacon egg and cheese, a coffee with a cigarette <laughs> yeah, at six exactly in the morning? <laughs> Can I get some mayonnaise with my biscuit? Sure. <laughs> Guess I'll clean that up off the wall later, too. <laughs> It is so disgusting. That's bad. It was so disgusting. The things I could see, I could tell you, Hody. Yeah. The stories I could tell you. Reminds me of a couple of days ago. <laughs> Did you go to a McDonald's in the morning? I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> worse. So uh, the, kid, the, the family and I decide we're going to get – there's a big Ferris wheel here in Atlanta, oh, yeah. much like the London Eye. And they mm-hmm. call it the Atlanta wheel or something like that. I don't even know what they call it. But <laughs> it's basically it's basically a like a carnival ride. That's heated and cool. It's not a car. Yeah, you it's have like these the cars, yeah, the these cars. enclosed cars yeah. that well, you can get into. The London Ferris wheel is probably 300 feet tall. I mean, it's like 30 yeah. stories and you can fit like 40 people in mm-hmm. just one of those things. And it takes like an hour to go all the way around or something. Here in Atlanta, you can <laughs> yeah. fit like five people in one of them. They have seats. They're heated and yes. cooled. And it takes about 15 minutes to complete from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's high on 10 stories, 12 stories. Yeah, it's like fun. That. I've done it a couple of times. Kids had never done this. Yeah. So we're like, oh, let's let's go do that. It's a chilly day in Atlanta. Let's go down there. We'll get in one of those heated little things. We'll spin them up a couple times. You know, it'll be exciting. for them. They had the greatest time. And then we were thinking to ourselves, well, here's this is an Atlanta day. Let's go do something else at Atlanta. Let's eat somewhere that like an Atlanta staple. Mm-hmm. And what we come up with, unbelievably, is the varsity. Oh, yeah. That's it. That is an <coughs> institution. If you've never been to Atlanta... Way back in the 50s, when McDonald's was kind of coming into prominence, uh, 50s and 60s, a gentleman here in Atlanta decided he would open a huge drive-in The drive-in, yeah. restaurant called The Varsity. Mm-hmm. Near Georgia Tech. Right, right there. down there next, to, next door to Georgia Tech. It's huge. And what it's famous for is the way in which they do the orders. Mm-hmm. So Salt dog, chili dog. Yeah, there's <laughs> crazy yeah. men back there like, like what you have, what you have, yeah, what you have, what you have. Two fries, all the dogs, and dogs, and dogs, cleaning shit up off the wall later. They like scream at you. It's like a, it's like a horse race, right? Yeah. And people are everywhere and it's just like, and there's, the kitchen is a hundred feet long and people are just throwing burgers up and fries everywhere. Yeah. Chili on the floor. It's just an insane thing to go watch in a on a busy day, like a Georgia Tech football oh, game yeah. or, or or a sports event. You know, what you have, what you have, people yelling all over the place. I don't know how they do it. Yeah, they keep other some kind of system. Yeah, I basically think at this point. There really is no rhyme or reason of what they're actually saying. <laughs> right. I think they just keep the hamburgers and hot dogs coming because you can only get two things. <laughs> A chili dog chili or a chili burger. Yeah. Right. And both of them are going to give you bad gas at some point. Yes. Because there is no quality to the meat whatsoever. <laughs> you just have to go there for the experience. It is. It's like yeah. a Walt Disney World burger. Costs way too much and it tastes like nothing. <laughs> so we decide we're going to go to the varsity. Mm-hmm. But we go up to a varsity. They're now they now have like three locations or four locations. We go up to one north of Atlanta because there is a Georgia Tech go- game going on. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to even deal with that too traffic. Much, yeah. We go up there. No one. You could throw a bowling ball in that place. Oh, you okay. could throw a fucking bowling ball in this varsity at that time. And this is one that you can walk in. You just walk right in. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I guess you could go through the drive through too. But we decided we're going to walk in. So we walk in. There's literally three people sitting in the in the dining room. And then there's nobody at the counter. But all of a sudden, somebody comes. There's like two doors on each end. And I walk in with the kids. And then all of a sudden, I see two people walking in from the other direction. Uh-huh. Nah. 
I'm going to say this again because I've said it before. I am not uh, prejudiced against fat people. I'm just using the explanation to tell you what happened. Mm -hmm. Two very large human beings walked in the door, a husband and a wife. They were holding hands. And holy, they were big, like the kind you see on My 600-Pound Life. Mm -hmm. Big people. Yeah. And I now I you've got that race going on in your mind, right? Can I get to the front counter first? Because you know I got the kids. It, they could have been tiny people, and I would have said the same thing to myself. Yeah, because I'm always having a race with somebody, right? <laughs> and I'm like, can I get to the front counter first? But of course, I have two kids, You're so like no matter yanking yeah. Matthias's hand <laughs> quick, I'm Come dragging on. him along. Go on. <laughs> quick, we can't Daddy. wait one more second for our chili dog. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Yes, it's like when I go to Disney World, even though there are going to be 600 people that are clearly going to be in front of me in any line that I'll be a mile away from a ride. And in my head, the person in front of me is clearly heading to the same ride. And I got to get in front of them somehow. I'm like, like a game. Yeah, it's a game. It's like it's a game, but it gets very serious in my head. I'm just way too serious about that stuff. So. I have this game going on in my head, but with two kids, I can't drag Matias fast enough because now Astrid is like, honey, hold on one second. Why don't, well, let's take the kids' coats off and then we'll make sure their shoes are tied and then I'll make sure I got their water out of the bottle and then I'll go pick this yes, table. I'll get the ketchup. Checklist. You get the fries. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, what, what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> we got to get there. Quick, quick. I'm like turning my head left and right. I'm like, quick, what do you want? I don't care. I'll get you something. There's only two things. Ah, ah. I'll take a slog dog. I'll take a slog dog. You'll get a slog dog. That's what you like. I'll buy everything. I don't care. I just want to get there first. Everything. I just wanted to scream. One of everything. I'll take everything. Don't let them order first. We came in first. But inevitably, I did not get there first. Mm -hmm. These two people walked right up. And, you know, at some point, we walked at the same time we got there. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I got to set an example for the kids. So I'm like, oh, no, after you fucking assholes <laughs> then i'm just like mumbling under my breath about they were probably thinking the same thing we better get out there for all these kids of course and yeah the whole family right. goes well no i don't think they were because here's what happened uh-huh there is one guy looks like the manager at the front usually at varsity there's like 10 people taking your order right but yeah. because there's nobody in there there's only one manager and then there's 100 people back in the kitchen but there's one manager and he it's, he takes their order and i can hear the order and she goes like this ready he goes what do you have? What do you have? <laughs> right? And she goes, oh, okay, hold on one second. Let me get the piece of paper out. And I'm like, no, not the piece uh, of paper. The piece of paper? What was the paper? If you can't for? remember what you're going to order at the varsity, there's only two things. That means you're ordering for everybody. Yeah. Or yourself. <laughs> one <laughs> of the later. two. Oh, yeah, should you not? We'll take 20 cheeseburgers. <laughs> we'll take 10 slaw dogs. We'll take 10 chili dogs. We'll take 10 chili and cheese dogs. We'll take 33 fries. We'll take two mocha shakes. Give me an extra two cheeseburgers. <laughs> La- oh, we forgot about Ben and Larry. Oh, let's better get Ben and Larry. Too. Don't they have those, like, oh, pies? she ordered pies. Yeah. Yep. She's like, and let's get 12 pies. <laughs> and then we'll get 17 Coca-Colas. And I'm like, oh. so now Astrid's across the dining room looking oh, at me and I'm oh. like, I don't yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh man, but that's okay because it's a big order, and what's going to happen is the guy's going to call back the order. 
He's going to put some trays down and he's going to step aside and I'm going to order and then, you know, eventually I'll get my food. And maybe even if the manager is smart, he'll take the couple of burgers that are up front. He'll give them to me and then, you know, he can wait on that order. Clearly, they can't expect they're going to get the order first, right? I mean, they just ordered $150 worth of shit from a place where it costs 60 cents for a fucking burger, right? Yes. No. No. (laughs) No. The manager, God bless his heart, waits for the entire order to be made. Then he packages it separately. Before he even took your order? Before he even looked at me. 15 fucking minutes this guy was sitting there packaging burgers. Are you standing up at the front? Like I was standing, you know, they have like, you know, in Disney World, they have the the rails. Yes. They have a rail at the varsity, I guess, to keep some kind of order when, you know. Right. When you're at. (laughs) So I was standing at like the opening, like, you know, I'm next kind of thing. But the more minutes that went by, the closer I got to the front (laughs) desk, I was at some point I just was like leaning up at the front desk. And every time the manager swung his head, I was, you know, I don't want to be rude, but I was like, I'd put my hand up in the, I could hear my kids screaming in the background and uh-huh. Astrid's like, what's going on? And I, I just wanted to point to the two incredibly large people next to me and be like, they, they did it. I don't yeah. know. He it's packaged, he packaged 50 burgers and dogs, got 17 Coca-Colas, two shakes and 70 pies before he even took my order. Yeah. And I was, was on a mission. so pissed i was like this sucks you have to be able to do this more efficiently there has to be a way to do this more efficiently yeah just bring another person out to the register and take your order i mean maybe you have to have some kind of special training or something to be the cash register yeah i mean uh, i did work at mcdonald's and i knew that being on the cash register was a privilege that was only given to the people who could actually read and write <laughs> and that wasn't that a joke sense. yeah and there's just some people who were better for the grill. Like they were just suited yeah. for the grill. I remember when I worked at McDonald's, there was a guy named Larry. He worked in the grill. He was like the coolest grill guy that ever was, right? Larry. He could make a burger. He would fix it for you right. Don't worry about if you screwed it up. He'll get it for you. Like he's just one of those guys. Had good attitude. Nice. Working I love hard. those kitchen guys. Yeah, those kitchen guys. They yeah, work hard, right? They do. And I'm sure Larry had, a, you know, daddy's little helper uh, <laughs> in the background. But at that time, I was naive enough to just to believe that Larry was a cool guy. Yeah. He was really quick at his job and also really quick at talking and also lost a bunch of teeth at some point <laughs> because he did not have many teeth. Oh, no. Yeah, but he was – and he wasn't that old. I think he was probably in his 30s. But, man, mm. could he go. He ended up being the eventual guy that I bought my first bag of marijuana okay, from. But well. he would go. I mean, he would just do it and then if you screwed something up you always felt bad because in the, the mcdonald's was it was the 90s so the mcdonald's was constantly busy because mm-hmm. everyone went to mcdonald's in the 90s and if you were it was like a busy saturday afternoon if someone wanted no onions and you put no pickles right then you felt bad because that's a special order that is. and back then you didn't get your shit the way you wanted it you had to do a special order mm-hmm. And he always felt bad about that, but Larry would. Larry just was. If Larry was on the grill, you never worried about it. You ne- yeah, but he was. He was the captain. He was in charge. He get it done, right? <laughs> yes. Don't worry. One, you know, <laughs> you know, coming right up. One Brian. fart patty coming yeah. up with no onions. Don't you worry about it, buddy. I got you covered. That's dink right. dink. He'd wink at me. Dink dink. <laughs> we'll eat that one later. Dink dink. And I'd be like, Yeah, buddy. And he'd smile at me with that one tooth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was shine. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it just shined through the hallways of the McDonald's. And I was like, yeah. And then there was a guy, there was another guy named Charles. If Charles was there, 
you were going to get yelled at. Oh, no. And I spent some time with Charlie. And Charlie had been, he had been to Nam or something. He was only 18 years old, yeah. but he had been to Nam because mm-hmm. he had a lot of guns and a don't try to me flag. And he was very angry. And if you fuck something up, you were, you were going to hear about it yeah. for the entire day. God damn it. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't for green and that Special sesame order. seedless button <laughs> Big Mac. The whole day would have been perfect. I was batting a one. I was batting a thousand until Green came. Damn it, Green! With his extra cheese, double cheeseburger, <laughs> and you know that's just the way that it was. So I respected those guys very much. Like to be on the grill was very cool. Like it was a cool job. And yeah. You, and eventually, I did get on the grill, and I was more like a Charlie than I was a Larry. <laughs> and and I'm not sure everyone. What they all, I eventually got back to the cooking part, right? I started at the fr- I started sweeping, mopping, cleaning the bathrooms, yeah. picking up trays and cleaning ashtrays. Mm-hmm. Then I moved to being like a backer, like people would get you know busy and they would take an order and then I would put it together and yes. stuff it. Then I got to the drive through. I was really good at Ooh, that. Yeah, I was drive-thru. quick on the drive through. I was good at the drive through, right? Mm-hmm. And then I eventually opened the stores with the managers. So mm-hmm. in the morning I'd be there at like three thirty, you know, making right. coffee and you know getting your fucking you know blueberry jam out of the basement and all this other shit, right? <laughs> Fucking blueberry packets. I hate when you ask for a blueberry packet. Yeah, because then, and then eventually they said, hey, hey, Green, why don't you, why don't you take a shot at the grill? And I was like, I got called up to the big leagues. <laughs> That's right. Got called got up to the big leagues. <laughs> Look at me. Put me in, coach. I'm ready. <laughs> ready. And then I'll never forget, you know, they, they, Larry was my first teacher, right? And he's mm-hmm. like, here you go. You take 72 frozen patties and you put them all down at the same time, right? And then you put the steam press on and then you lift it up and then you flip them once, right? But you got to flip them quick like this, three at a time. Right, he'd do that. Well, here's, you know, I would flip them like half at a time. (laughs) They would never be cooked. I always, I'd put. I you should up, have been working more in small batches. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what they 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 figured out too. Then then they, what they did is they put me on the the chick on the fry station, oh. which was chicken and fish fillet, right? Mm-hmm. So and I'd fries. Have, I do have to say, McDonald's fries are so yeah. freaking good. Now the managers in the front of the house were sometimes responsible for the fries, right? Mm-hmm. So every time that some every time you would be low on a fry, you would throw some in the basket, right? And then if yeah. something was beeping, that's everybody had to pay attention to the beeping. That beeping stayed in my head for oh, years. Oh, I'm sure. Like, for I can years. Imagine that beep, was, beep, yeah. beep, 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 beep. <laughs> All that Change dinging. The, yeah. Change the fries! The fries are ready. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't want to burn a basket of fries. That's food cost. You know, it's all that shit just built in your head. So when you, so eventually I became like the go-to fry cook. Okay, Chick f- I like that. Fillet, chicken fillets and fish fillets. Mm-hmm. And I think they felt like that was an easy job for me mm-hmm. because that back in that, those days, they didn't sell too many McChickens or fish fillets. Fish fillets always sold a lot of on certain days. Yeah. But even that I couldn't get right because <laughs> I kept forgetting which one had cheese and which one didn't have cheese. And then eventually I learned that the bacon station was like right next to the fry station <laughs> and they had pickles for the McChickens. And I always like to put the, the the pickles and the bacon together as a little snack. Uh-huh. And so what I ended up doing was eating a lot of pickles and, and bacon. bacon. <laughs> they'd be like, "Where's that chicken no mayo?" And I'd be like, "Did you say fish fillet no mayo?" <laughs> they'd say, "It says chicken no mayo," and I'm like, "Not what it says on my slip." <laughs> Oops! I always fucked shit up. And so eventually I just got a bad name on the grill and Larry had to, Larry had to come and have a conversation with me one day. I'll never forget it. Larry said, 
And this was, we were all back smoking Not everyone's cut out for the grill. Actually, we would smoke cigarettes. There was a basement where they, like a storage basement. Oh, right. And then they had a yeah. small office where the owner would come in and do the books. Uh-huh. But then they had a break room. Yeah. And so the break room had four McDonald's tables, right? With, with bench seats. Uh-huh. So four McDonald's tables with bench <laughs> seats. They had ashtrays, a small TV, and then, a, and then at that time, a CD player so that, you know, we could play the newest, latest, and greatest right. Soundgarden and Pearl Jam, right? Right. You're jamming yeah. out in the oh, basement. Oh, yeah, man. They're just grunge music 24 hours a day. <laughs> but so one day, I will never forget, we took a break. Like you get two 15-minute breaks and then a half-hour break on a shift. Mm-hmm. And so the manager said, hey, Brian, why don't you take a break? I was on the, I was on the grills, uh, the chicken and fish grill. <laughs> okay. And then the manager said, Larry, you should take a break, too. Go, it was a smoke break. Yeah. And we all smoked. And so we went downstairs yeah. and I lit up my camel wide and I was like, what's up, Larry? You know, I'm killing it on a grill today. And he's like, well, <laughs> <laughs> about that. <laughs> you are killing it. You're literally <laughs> killing the food. <laughs> You may be killing people <laughs> in addition to that. <laughs> so, I, yeah, man, I love you, Bri. I love you, you know, and yeah. you are really good at that drive-thru. Like, you kill on the drive-thru. You're like, you know, yeah. you take that money so fast and you're so friendly <laughs> with people. You're a really nice guy up front. And I think that what we're missing up front is, you know, that kind of face. I think we need leadership up front. You know, me and the manager were talking about this. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Hey, you guys were talking, you guys talked about this? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, you know, me and I think her name was Edie or something. Me and Edie talked about this early in the morning. We woke, when we, we opened and we said, oh, Brian's on fry, fry today. <laughs> and, oh, shit. <laughs> like a busy, we got to do something like about this. a busy this. Saturday afternoon. <laughs> and uh, he says, we talked about this and you know, you know what Edie said to me? Oh, I guess not. What did she say to you? She said, hey, we're really going to miss that smiling face up front today mm-hmm. when Brian's not there. Yeah. So you know what? Why don't you do me a favor, bud? Why don't you hand me that apron? <laughs> why, don't you go, why don't you go get a clean shirt? And why don't you go up there and work on the drive-thru? And yeah. I was like, you're not going to need me? On, no, 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 man. We got it. We got it covered. We got it. Yeah. We need you in the, sta- we need you in the drive-thru <laughs> a lot more than we need yeah. you killing my food costs. <laughs> right. And holy, I we swear to God. We can't afford you on the grill anymore. Let's That's right. move back into <laughs> So I get up to the... So, you know... I think I don't think I really understood what was going on. I think they you they, were flattered, probably like I, they were talking about me. I was a topic of conversation. They recognized right. my talents. That's right. I wanted them to like me, yeah, and I wanted them to feel like my talent at the grill station was recognized. And eventually, I was going to make it back up to that to that beef station. Yeah, I was going to get exactly. there. I was going to be flipping those burgers three at a time, just like Larry <laughs> and his two teeth. If I could just you know get a little more nimble, yeah. if I just understood it more, right? If I could stop <laughs> eating bacon and pickles. If I could stop taking no-dos all night long and eating bacons and pickles and try to figure out who's going to give me some weed later on, then I could I could be a real star back here on the grill. Mm-hmm. This could be my life. I could be Larry, right? Yeah. <clears throat> now, I didn't aspire to much, but, you know, I was in 33 Willie. So, uh, so I swear, yeah. when I got up to the drive-thru station, it took three people to work the front drive-thru where you, mm-hmm. on a busy day where you gave the stuff. And they just recently had had gotten the second window. That was a, just a new oh, thing right. back in the nineties. It didn't you happen pay very often. At the first one and get your food at the That's second. That's right. Yeah. For so long, it was always you pay and one get your food window. at the same time. But this is one of the first McDonald's that I knew of to have a double window. And I was good at both. I was good at taking the money and I was good at giving the food. Right. Yeah. And so I go up and I'm like, Hey, Edie. Larry told me, and she's like, Great. She didn't even like. I mean, there was no explanation. <laughs> Great. Let's get <laughs> you up there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Do me a Thank favor. Thank God, Larry had yeah. that conversation. And I'm like, so it was position one, two, three, 
and then window one, one, like it was mm-hmm. position one. Sometimes you'd have two people in the front window. If it was really busy, one person taking orders and one person taking money. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, let's get you at two, four. And I'm like, what is two, four? I thought we only had two, three. And she's like, oh, it's great. It's a new position we have. It's out back. Yeah. It's a new position <laughs> the, we have. The dumpster yeah. needs attention. Go check the condiments and see if they need more. And if they do, run downstairs and get them. And I'm like, go see if they need the condiments. I thought you wanted my smiling face. <laughs> And she's like, well, listen, when, when, uh, whatever, you know, one, one leaves, you can take over. But that was during the slow time. And you know, you weren't a champ during the slow time. I really thought this was a competition. (laughs) I really felt like I was getting a sense for where I belonged in life. Yeah. And I was learning it at McDonald's. Mm -hmm. I was learning how the hierarchy, life skills, the hierarchy of a job goes just by being at this McDonald's and being in position, brand new, brand new minted position two four. That's right. The old 2-4. The old 2-4. Two 2-4. Four. Two four. <laughs> hey, Brian, why don't you take those coffee grinds out back and sift through them, see if we got any extras we could throw in there. <laughs> Do us a favor. Empty all the trash. Yeah. That's, That's where my smiling for. face yeah, belongs. Yeah, you out yeah. there. It's with the coffee grinds. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Brian, why don't you take position 2-5? That's where you go home so and come back on your next you shift. you didn't know it. Oh man, I was so bummed out. Mm. I just thought, man, I was the I was going to be the next grill star. I was sure of it. It never happened. Yeah. So anyway, I think that's why they don't bring the grill guys up for varsity. <laughs> <laughs> Seven minutes later, <laughs> oh. that's a great story. I really do enjoy your McDonald's stories. Thank you, my McDonald's <laughs> stories. I enjoy the McDonald's stories that I have in my head because mm-hmm. I know that that was a special time in my life, and it taught me a lot about. You know, the real world. Getting up early. Yeah, and I had a lot of mentors there, including uh, getting up early, <laughs> staying up way too late, one of the two. And Larry, the toothless wonder. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, Larry, I wonder where you are. Yeah. And I wonder where I can see your headstone. That's, <laughs> that's what I wonder. <laughs> He's probably might still be working at that, ma- that particular be. That's McDonald's. That's what I was going to think. I should take a visit there with my you video should. camera and see if I can actually find Larry. Yeah. Because I do know that years after I quit that McDonald's, years, I mean, I'm talking like 10 years after I quit that McDonald's, I went in there one time. I've been in there one time since. <laughs> and him and the old drive through manager were still working at this oh, particular wow. McDonald's. They found still. their niche. They found their niche. Hey. Not not everybody needs a CEO. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You can be a fry you can be you can be a hero on the grill at McDonald's. Oh yeah. Because to me, he was a hero on the grill at McDonald's. That time in my life, he was the hero. Uh-huh. And he's probably fed countless millions of human beings their yeah. breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? That's amazing to think about. I think uh, you know, not Go every, check it out. Not everybody needs to be a podcaster. Right. <laughs> you to, should do that to which, legacy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to which some of our listeners are probably saying, you included. <laughs> Hey, everybody, it's the commercial break inside of the commercial break. Go to tcbpodcast.com. If you'd like to find out more about Chrissy and I, you can read all the show notes, get our sponsors, special URLs and codes. You can listen to all the audio. You can watch all the video all from our website. And if you'd like to, you can drop us a line at 661-237-8296. That's 661-BEST-THE-NUMBER-2-YO. At The Commercial Break on Instagram, youtube.com slash The Commercial Break is the home of our brand new series, TCB in the Studio, content you cannot get through the audio version. So please go ahead, jump over there and subscribe. It'd be a great Christmas present to yourself. Get your free TCB Collectibles sticker. Series number two is out right now by going to the website and click on I Want My Free Sticker. We'll tell you how to get it. You tell us where to send it and we'll have it home for the holidays just in time. 
We want to thank you for being a listener of the commercial break. And we know commercials aren't your favorite thing in the world, but our sponsors are good enough to give you free shit and discounts just by listening to the commercials. So please use the specialized URLs and codes to get your free shit. And then the sponsors keep on coming back and then we get to do more content and you get to keep on listening. It's a big lovey-dovey relationship. Trust me. Happy holidays to you and yours. And now a word from our sponsors. Hey, TCB family, this episode is sponsored in part by Mack Weldon. The holiday season is here, and with it comes the yearly question of what do I wear to the non-ugly sweater parties? And how do I maximize my holiday without spending all my time shopping online or in the mall? Fear not, weary holiday wanderer, Mack Weldon has your answer. Whether it's an office party, a party with family and friends, or just a holiday party of me, my couch, and the game, Mack Weldon has all the essentials to keep me stylish and comfortable throughout the holiday season. Their innovative daily wear system has taken the hard work out of outfit planning with pieces designed to work together for any occasion, saving you time and sparing you any extra holiday stress. Mack Weldon clothing, been wearing it for a long time. It is so comfortable and it's stylish. It fits my body well, and I don't have to worry about mixing and matching pieces because Mack Weldon does it for you. Go to their website, MacWeldon.com slash TCB and enter the code TCB for 20% off your first order from Mac Weldon. That's MacWeldon.com slash TCB for 20% off when you enter the code TCB. I got two long sleeve, incredibly comfortable shirts. I got a vest and some underwear from Mac Weldon just a couple of weeks ago, and I've already worn it at least 20 times. You can see it on our YouTube channel, actually. It's the long sleeve blue shirt made out of incredibly comfortable cotton. I'm telling you guys, Mac Weldon is the place to go for some easy online shopping of incredibly comfortable affordable clothing macweldon.com slash tcb use the code tcb for 20 percent off they're good enough to give those discounts to our listeners so make sure you use those mac weldon making holiday shopping just a bit easier for the man in your life of course this episode is sponsored in part by our great friends at squatty potty what is a squatty potty you ask Well, I have the answer because I've had one for years, and so have all of my family members. A squatty potty is a piece of plastic or metal that sits under your feet and around your toilet for when you are going poop. That's right, when you do number two, the squatty potty pushes your knees up towards your chest and allows you to be in a natural squatting position while you do your business. Why is this important? Because that's the way the universe made our bodies, to squat as we shit. And SquattyPotty.com is fixing the problem with a cheap, what I call, pooping utensil that goes in your bathroom. It comes in stylish colors and shapes and sizes. You can pick whichever one you want. And for the price of a couple of cups of coffee, you can poop easier for the rest of your life. It'll take you a few times to get used to, but Squatty Potty is willing to put their money where their mouth is. A 60-day, no questions asked, money-back guarantee if for any reason you do not like your Squatty Potty. The good people at Squatty Potty are giving our listeners 20% off anything you buy simply by going to SquattyPotty.com slash TCB. S-Q-U-A-T-T-Y-P-O-T-T-Y dot com slash TCB for 20% off. Thank you, Squatty Potty, for improving my poop. And thank you, Squatty Potty, for being a sponsor of The Commercial Break. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
I'm going to share that I've been going through a difficult time lately with one of my family members. No trauma, no huge drama, just a difficult situation that I'm trying to navigate. It's times like these when I'm grateful I've got a therapist that I can speak with. Therapy for me is the release valve. It's a place I can go and speak to an objective third party about even the smallest of details in my life. I've been using therapy for many years to help me navigate these difficult situations, but then to also work on some of the bigger issues we as human beings all experience, and I'd like to think it's making me a little bit of a better person. If you haven't given therapy a try, or it's been a while since you've been to therapy, I'd like to recommend BetterHelp. BetterHelp is designed to be easy, convenient, and fit your schedule. It's all online. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire, and then you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for any reason, no additional cost. Whether you're trying to work through some big traumatic event or you're just having trouble getting through the minutia of life, therapy can help. You can start today and get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash commercial today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash commercial. Take a few minutes, prioritize your own well-being, and you can start at BetterHelp.com slash commercial. Get 10% off that first month. And we want to thank BetterHelp for being a continuing sponsor of the commercial break. I was trolling on the internet. As you As do. I do. A couple months back, I was trolling on the internet. And okay. I think I asked you a question at one point, and I, ne- and I, I never really finished the statement. Yeah, you just kind of randomly asked it to me one day. I was Let like, where did that come from? Let me repeat the question. <laughs> Would you ever make out with a cousin? And I, to which I answered no. No. Not mm-hmm. a second cousin, third cousin? I don't think so. No. <laughs> I have some hot cousins. I won't name them by name, but I had some cousins, at least when I was a kid, yeah. that I thought were very attractive. Right. A kid, I'll say a teenager, I thought were sure. very attractive. You can recognize the good, oh, looking, yeah, the yeah, good yeah. lookingness oh, of yeah. the cousins, but to me, it's off limits. Yeah. It's not I, even an option. I always felt like it was off limits, but I always <laughs> wondered what it would be like if it wasn't <laughs> off limits, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah yeah and so uh i i'm i'm kind of half kidding so any of my cousins <laughs> that listen to this don't think <laughs> don't think i was in the shower cold shower yeah. thinking about you I, mean, <laughs> I was i'm not sure but i've always thought it was very taboo mm-hmm. at least in my circle of people yeah most get, <laughs> no but that's not true Okay. Because over 56% of the world's population believe it's okay to get married to a first cousin. Mm. And over 36% of the world's married population in Asia and South Asia, East, you know, Asia as a, mm-hmm. as a whole. As a continent. Are married <laughs> to a cousin. As a continent, as a whole. I guess that'd be the same thing, wouldn't it? Yeah. I'm on a roll today. <laughs> Welcome to the commercial break. Your geography lesson is. How many continents are there? There's seven. Okay, tell me. Uh, North America, South America, Asia, as you just mentioned. Yes. Australia. Yes. Antarctica. Yes. Europe. Yeah. And... Uh, there's one more. <laughs> Antarctica and the North Pole. I don't think this. I don't think it's a continent. I okay. think that's ice. Anyways, Antarctica <laughs> and Antarctica. That's what there it is. <laughs> Australia, Asia, yeah, North Europe. South America, mm-hmm. Europe. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then what's the other one? <laughs> I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know. Cut this part know. out. Yeah, India. <laughs> South Africa. Uh, yeah, Africa. That That's Africa. it. It's just That's Africa. Right. Africa. Yes. Yeah, God. It's South Africa. 
Jesus Christ. I'm going to cut this out of the show. Uh, because yeah, cut this out. It's for embarrassing. Sure. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, back to Asia. So they're married 36, to their cousins. Thirty-six percent of people in Asia. Yes, yeah, some traditions and allow it. And I know yeah. that in, you know there used to be the monarchy that would marry and intermarry, but um, they would. They causes, would intermarry. It causes birth defects. It doesn't actually. Here's the thing: that a long-term study from scientists, and I, I read about this. Now I'm not advocating for this. I want you to know <laughs> it'll sound like I am, but I'm not okay. really. It doesn't cause long-term birth defects. What causes long-term or what causes birth defects in a long-term situation where you're marrying into your bloodline Mm -hmm. is when you marry too close into your bloodline, typically your siblings by both parents, right? Okay. So let's let's just, I just want to- Not first cousins. Not first cousins, not second cousins, certainly not third cousins because at some point we're all cousins. Yeah, Yeah, as you keep going down, I I would think first cousins. No. It's not true. Okay. At least that's what that's what I read, and I did a, a, some research on this, mm-hmm. right? Because I was like, thought oh, that's really weird that you would marry your yeah. first cousin, that you would want to make out with your first cousin. Yeah. Now, I have heard, in my own experience as a human being, I have heard a number of people, I'll say three people that I can think of, who have said they have had relations with their first cousin. Oh, okay. Which, to me, in my growing up, in my life... That was a big no-no. Of course, me too. I even one time, <laughs> when I was like eight years old, had a kissing, what I call a kissing cousin. Okay. They, you know those people <laughs> where you call them cousins, uh-huh. but they're really not cousins? Oh, right. You know what I'm saying? Aunt Judy and Uncle Bob. But um, Aunt Chrissy. Yeah, aunt, to, yeah that's right. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you're really not an aunt. Right. And therefore, your children, Jeff's children, are not my children's cousins. Mm-hmm. But we might say that at some point, right? Oh, there's cousin Olivia yes. or whatever it is, right? Yeah, sure. So, uh, the, but we didn't really have that concept. <laughs> and so me and this young lady, we ended up like making out kissing? like eight-year-olds would, right? Yes. Yeah, kissing on the lips or on the cheek okay. or whatever. Uh-huh. And we got in trouble because you were not supposed to make out or kiss your own cousin. Well, and I think the fact that you were eight might have been concerning. <laughs> I was really, honestly, I was like, fuck you guys. I want to keep on doing it. I was, I remember feeling to yeah. this day that feeling. A little tingly. A little tingly. And I remember feeling a sense of real adventurism mm-hmm. about it. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, they tell me no, that means I should. Yes. This is not as unusual as we think. And 36 states allow this in some way, shape, or I had, form. Let me guess. They're mostly in the South. Uh, mostly in the South, Oklahoma. <laughs> the Utah South. is one of the ones that does not allow marrying of cousins. Does not. Unbelievable. That is unbelievable. That is unbelievable. Yeah, cause they, they, it's because you can just marry multiple, multiple people. Yeah, you can marry multiple people yes. just as long as they're not related to Yeah, them. yeah. <laughs> that makes fucking sense. <laughs> Hold on one second while I think about that. Uh, so 36 states allow some form or fashion of... Cousin marrying. Cousin marrying. Bloodline marrying, right? Now, I don't think it's legal in any state to get married to your sister or cut your brother or whatever. But very rarely do you find people that are proud of this. Yes. Proud of this fact, right? Even if you married your cousin, your family would know, but you might want to keep it secret outside of your own family. Yeah. I can't imagine how my family would react if I decided (laughs) I was in love with one of my cousins and we took them and like we came to the family. Right. Yeah. Now, I don't talk to my cousins. I think you know everyone here. I think this you're familiar is, with think you're familiar with my mom and dad. <laughs> I think you know dad. Them. This is cousin Stacy. <laughs> I think you know each other. This is cousin Stacy, and we've been having a lot of sex lately. <laughs> it's an update on us. How are you guys doing? 
I don't know if you got our Christmas card in the mail. <laughs> That's a way to announce it. Uh, I'm Mary. Happy holidays yeah. from the Greens. Happy holidays from the Greens. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that Brian and Stacy? <laughs> what a cute cousin photograph. <laughs> They're and then really they close. open it up and we're like making out. They're like, oh. So that's how it is in this family. That is. So I found recently, a month or two ago, that there is a very, now becoming very famous couple that are first cousins, have known each other all their lives, and are madly in love with each other and cannot stop telling the world about it. Okay. They recently were indicted because she got pregnant in Utah. Uh-oh. And Utah indicted them. Why were they picking one of the one states that doesn't allow it? That's where their family lived, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like those damn seven little sisters or seeking sister wives or oh, se- yeah. seven, not seven little Johnsons, which is back <laughs> on, by the way, in wonderful show. Check it out. Um, I love my Johnsons. You do. I love my Johnsons. Please come on the show. Any of you. I'll take any of you. Yes. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, the sister wives. Sister wives. Yeah. Yeah, sister wives. Uh, no, but not the sister wives, like seeking sister wives. The okay. actual. What's that one? Um, the, the, co- where they're like interviewing women? And- no, no, no. This one's the one with like Cody and he's he's oh. married to seven women. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. What's that show? I can't Is remember that called that Sister name. Wives, I think, isn't it? Not I Seeking Sister Wives. Was. I think yeah. it's actually just... Okay, whatever it <laughs> yeah. is. One of those girls just divorced him. One of those ladies just divorced oh. him. One of his first ones because she said that it just wasn't all it was cracked up to be. Go fucking <laughs> yeah, figure. And that it didn't feel like a real marriage. Go fucking figure. Right. Because Cody just wants to get his dick wet with a new woman every, every night. night. Yeah, and he wants to ignore all of the other stuff that goes around. Mm-hmm. You can't be a real father to 29 children in five separate yeah, houses. It's just too It doesn't hard. exist yeah. like that. I'm not saying Cody's a bad guy at heart. I think he might try and be a nice guy. But he's a real dumb fucking dumb when yeah. it comes to marrying people. <laughs> yeah. I'm a heartache and headache must that be couldn't you see this one coming down the line cody (laughs) but anyway those dumbasses couldn't get out of the state of utah either because they felt like it was the place where they needed to live Mm -hmm. right until the actual law chased them out of there they threatened to put them in jail if they didn't leave the state or uncouple yeah and so they went to colorado where i guess colorado they're okay with it let me introduce you to the couple that I'm talking about here. Now, listen to this guy's voice. I have a question that it's unrelated to the marriage of the cousins. Listen to the, I want you to listen to this guy's voice. Okay. How, how you guys came to fall in love? They're doing an interview, by the way, I think for either People or one of those magazines, ABC, People, oh, okay. something like that. Okay, yeah. I'm using this, uh, I'm using this audio. I will credit it. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that okay. I'm, I'm using the audio of someone that I don't know, but I will give them credit <laughs> at some point. Okay. Oh, goodness. Um... I met Angie as a small child when I was... <laughs> How did you guys meet? <laughs> we're cousins. How did good. we meet? There was this family yeah. event. <laughs> I met Angie when I was six months old. It yeah. was a family <laughs> event. And I remember thinking to myself the first minute, <laughs> uh, I hope Whoa. my dad changes my diaper. And then I thought, wow, she's hot. <laughs> Where's that tit that keeps feeding me? <laughs> oh, she's cute. This guy sounds like a radio personality to me. I think he is a. I think he has a radio okay, voice. Okay, yeah, just, just like me. <laughs> Seven or eight years old when I went to visit her parents in Virginia, and we stayed for a few days, and I immediately clicked with Angie. Hung out with her the entire time. Uh, made little played games. Made little rings together. 
<laughs> gave each other yeah. hand shandies, <laughs> dry humps. We were just hanging out. Yeah. How do you? This is creepy. Mm-hmm. Is this already creepy yeah, that you guys are falling in love with each other at a young age like that? Yeah. You're just kids. You're just having fun together. Does, does yeah. this guy already sound like a radio voice to he you? Does. I think he's on the radio. Okay. I think that's why they're. I think that's why the story is interesting to other media outlets. Is because, because he's in the media. Yeah, I couldn't find him, but I think he's on like one of these rinky-dink stations somewhere out there in Utah. Okay, in Utah, uh, we're inseparable uh, to the point where I even told her mother, stopped her in the hallway, and said, "You know, I'm going to marry Angie." And she said, "No, you can't." <laughs> she said, "No, I don't think no. so. That's illegal." Oh, <laughs> you're sweet, but no. that's illegal in 26 yeah. <laughs> states. <laughs> yeah. And but you could be friends, and well. I, of course, had the last laugh, but... No, no actually, you I showed you her. Yeah, I showed her. <laughs> Look at me now. I pissed her yeah. off. <laughs> Bad. We don't talk to any of our right? family anymore. See? Last laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say that it started very young. I've always felt a very special connection with Angie, and I, no one has ever made me feel the way that she does, or ever could. So. We've always loved each other. Was it the same for you, Angie? You knew from when you were when you were young. I didn't know that I was going to end up marrying Michael, but I knew I liked him. <laughs> I knew that there was something about him that was easy to get along with and felt familiar. And yeah, he's your fucking cousin. Of yeah, course, it feels familiar. Exactly. Jesus Jones, you got to be a fucking real nudnik <laughs> not to figure this one out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I felt familiar. I feel a familiarity with my cousins, too. We're all playing around with each other. We right. share aunts and uncles together. I mean, it's like... It, mm-hmm. Just felt comfortable. I just felt comfortable. <laughs> just felt like family. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just felt like she was a member of my family right <laughs> off the bat. Even when I was three. <laughs> and mind you, they're talking about when they're meet. First of all, the reporter framed this question real dumb, like a real dumb dumb. What, when did you guys first meet? <laughs> when did yeah, you first meet your cousins? <laughs> Don't cousins usually meet pretty early on? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, unless you have a real disconnected family. Yeah. Felt safe. That's a start. That's a good start. That is a very good start. And like you said, you had the last laugh. You guys are now married. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, congratulations. We all think that's real <laughs> creepy. Yeah. Listen to that fucking reporter. Yeah. What a <laughs> congratulations. We've been making fun of you all day long. Yeah, I think you're creepy. I hate even being in the room with you. And you've been campaigning for a while now to get married in Utah, correct? That's correct. Yes. um, It hasn't turned out as we had hoped, but we did meet with the senator, Mm -hmm. and he made a few suggestions. (laughs) Divorce. (laughs) Yeah, you did meet with the senator, and he made a few suggestions. He said when he married his cousin... This is the steps he took. Yeah. Uh, uh, Michael, why don't you just have sex with a prostitute? It's so much easier. <laughs> Whether or not that's going to happen or not, who knows? It'd be nice if it does. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've we've done some things in that direction to try to push the law in our favor. And so why is it so important to you guys to be married in Utah? I know um, people might say to you, like, oh, just move. Just mm-hmm. leave the state. Yeah. Why Utah? Yeah. Well, it's not so easy to move, is it? You know, it's easy from the outside in going, why don't you just move? Just just pack up all your belongings and get a bunch of boxes from Walmart and then pack everything up in it. Is making, that the way people sound? I think he's <laughs> making fun directly of the reporter. Yeah. What a chauvinist pig. 
This guy, by the way, he has a shit-eating grin on his face, and he's the kind of guy that looks directly at his wife while while she's talking. Oh, you know, yeah. like stares her down, right. like she's saying something, and he's and he's like, <laughs> yeah. He even said he goes, "That's a good start. That's a good start. Mm-hmm. That's a good start." <laughs> That's a That's good start. Uh, <laughs> 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 okay. Call me cousin. <laughs> Call me brother. Let's take it one step further. Oh, yeah. Call me brother. Call me brother. <laughs> and hours and hours and hours. It's not that easy. And I have a job there. She has fam. We both have family ties there. You both she have has family, family ties there. <laughs> she has. We well, wait. We have. Yeah, we have. Actually, her family ties are my family ties. I don't know if you picked up on that, but <laughs> he's, yeah. he's pretending like this is a like. Like, this is a real marriage. I mean, it's a real marriage. It just happens to be to your cousin, which is really strange. Yes. Father of her, uh, the father of her children from her previous marriage lived there. And so to just up and up, you know, uproot and uh, like the Beverly Hillbillies or something is not uh, as easy as it sounds. So she had kids before and then got divorced and then was like, I mean, there's really just no good men out there. Yeah, Danny, because <laughs> whatever for me. I got divorced uh, Thanksgiving and on uh, Christmas I was like, "Well, Danny's got a dick." <laughs> Danny's got I a know, dick. I'm already well jump on that one. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> familiar. Now, there's anything wrong with the Beverly Hillbillies? Um, and exactly, uh-huh. exactly. Why were you covering your tracks on that I don't one? Know. Yeah, that's like a woke attitude about the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> <laughs> Who's upset about the Beverly Hillbillies? <laughs> Am I missing something? Yeah, okay. it seemed like he... I yeah, think I have my finger on the pulse, and I don't know... <laughs> I mean, not that there's anything wrong with rednecks striking oil and moving to Hollywood. Angie, I was watching one of your YouTube videos that you shared recently saying, um, you know, eventually one day you might like to move out of state. Absolutely. Any idea of where you'd want to go? We both like California. Um, Michael spent a lot of time in Texas, and I wouldn't mind trying Texas out. That's not a bad place for the two of you Texas, to be, actually. Yeah. yeah. I think there's more than a few cousin marriages in Texas. Just like there is here in Georgia, by the yeah, way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not making fun. Not singling you out, nope. Texas. Love you, Texas. Houston, Austin, Dallas, you're my mm-hmm, people. Yes. But let's be honest. You get outside in the outskirts. There's some, yeah, there's some out, yeah. outlying areas. And I, listen, I can understand if you Same live in, in Georgia. If you live in, like, you know, if you live in a small. You know, township outside of Lubbock, Texas. Yeah. Maybe your cousin is the only thing you can marry. Yeah, that's true. And in that case, well, what are you going to do? If I only had cousins around me my entire life, maybe I also would have married one of my cousins. Maybe. Maybe. You yeah. never know. Maybe it's situational in mm-hmm. some sense. Um, right now, I've just been in Utah for half my life now, and that's longer than I've lived in any other place, and I'm dying to get out. But because of my children and their dad and visitation and all that, we have to stay in Utah for the time being. Correct. How did that conversation go with the ex-husband? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, so remember Danny remember from those Danny? reunions that we used to all go to? Yeah. Those Christmas dinners. <laughs> I'm marrying him. He was actually giving me hand yeah, jobs. Yeah. In the, I'm with in the him bathroom. now. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Is the same Danny that you went to the my, family? Yes, my cousin. Is that the same Danny you went to the wedding with by yourself? <laughs> That's the same Danny you would go to ski trips with, with the kids? (laughs) Yes, it was. Mm -hmm. Ah, I mean, it's just weird that that pops up out of nowhere like that. Totally. You just show up at a reunion one time and you're like, well, Danny's hot. (laughs) I guess I'll fuck him. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) 
say, you know, like they're kind of repulsed by this. Do you understand that, or what is your what is your response oh, yeah. to them? I can understand. I can understand uh, a lot of things. Um, I, I can understand a lot of things. Well, Jim. at least he can comprehend. He sounds like a total radio guy, like yeah. one of those old school radio. Oh yeah, guys. hey hey, come on, yeah, hey, big ads. We really <laughs> come down to Big Ads Growl Show <laughs> this Saturday from two to four. We got clowns and music and more clowns. We're giving away a free popcorn machine. <laughs> my name is Danny. This is my wife, my cousin. <laughs> yes. This is my wife and my cousin Judy. Nice to meet you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was air supply and now take a little piece of my heart is all take a little piece of my heart my cousin took a little piece of my heart last saturday 52 degrees and sunny on w uth utah's finest soft rock <laughs> uti <laughs> uti <laughs> W-U-T-I. I'm Danny, and welcome back to WUTI, <laughs> the itchiest radio station around. We'll have you burning for more. <laughs> you know what? The other day I woke up and I looked over and I said, I'm the luckiest cousin in the world. That's right. That's right. Now, back to the music. <laughs> Here's Aha with Take On Me. Take on me. Take me. I can understand why they would do that, depending on their upbringing, depending mm-hmm. on their, what they're, they were taught culturally, depending on what they were taught by their family, depending on a lot of different factors, I could see why someone would be repulsed. <laughs> the music. What is this softcore porn music? Unbutton her jeans. Snap off her bra. This is softcore porn at the best. It really is weird. Yeah, come on, people. You couldn't get better music than that? (laughs) I can get better music than that. I'm a podcaster. (laughs) I know better than that. By any behavior. If I were just to put myself in their shoes for two seconds, I can go, okay, I can see why they would be repulsed. Um, But then again, you haven't walked a mile in my shoes. Mm -hmm. And what about you, Angie? Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's Mm -hmm. like, "Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm. I think this is a very softball interview. I think it's likely that it a is. PR agent set this up just to give them yeah. so that they could, you know, get some good press. By the way, they are they are they have recently been on a Discovery Network show oh. uh, called Only Human, and they did a like an expose on this. And so I'll see if I can get a hold of this, oh, and yeah. it's probably more interesting than this lady softball questioning them, where he has an opportunity to just spin things the way that he wants to. Another thing that bothers me, and I'll say this. And we'll get into this in another episode about male chauvinism. But okay. one of the things that bothers me is when a man feels the need to validate everything that his woman says, mm-hmm. that his wife or his girlfriend or whatever says. Mm-hmm. So she'll say something and he'll go, that's right, honey. That's right. That's it's right. Like, you're doing good. Yeah, you're doing good. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Keep going. I like the direction. Stop! Yeah. <laughs> Stop! No. Or you won't eat for a week. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what are you doing? I know. It's weird. Jeff it's so strange. Do I do you not do, do that, that to no. Astrid. No. <laughs> I occasionally do it here to you, but that's just because I don't (laughs) give you the encouragement you're looking for. It's a good laugh. I like that. Keep that going on. That's appropriate. Yep. Mm -hmm. Doing good. Okay, too much. Doing good. Too much. Slow down. Okay. Do you have the same kind of... Yeah, I would say that... um, You know, it it depends, like Michael said, on your background and your upbringing and, and how close you are with your cousins growing up. For some, they grow up with their cousins their whole lives, and so cousins are more like siblings. And in that case, the incest taboo does develop naturally, intrinsically. Um, But when you don't grow up seeing each other a lot and you reconnect as adults, then a romance is much more likely to occur. 
And you are now on. Uh, what? <laughs> I'm not so sure that's correct. Yeah, I mean, part for me, the attraction that I have, you know, like the physical attraction that I have for someone also has to come mentally. And I think just yes. in my mental mind, I would not be attracted to someone that I'm related to. I think that even though I know there are cousins that yeah. I have that are attractive, yeah. I'm not attracted to, to them. them. They Correct. are beautiful right. women, but I... I don't even think about it because exactly. I'm like, oh, whatever, they're my cousins, yeah. right? It's more of like a brotherly, sisterly type thing. I'm like, oh, you know, yeah. I can, I don't have any sisters, but I can tell that my brothers are good looking gentlemen. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I want to bone them. Right. Right. <laughs> or maybe, I don't know, maybe one day I'll walk into Thanksgiving dinner and I'll be like, hey, Kev, you want to get married? <laughs> what do you say we move on to Utah and go get married where it's completely illegal? <laughs> <sighs> on we tv's extreme love that's right oh we tv's extreme love which i think is owned by discovery uh, that is true congratulations thank you that's right what made you guys that's true that's right honey good <laughs> congratulations job. Good, job. good job remembering that honey good job yeah, he's we'll talk about bad. that in the car mm-hmm. uh-huh we gotta have a conversation about that <laughs> later huh mm-hmm. sounds like a guy who needs to have control of everything oh yeah oh yeah. No. I decide to go on a reality reality TV program. They paid us. Yeah. <laughs> That's a dumb <exactly>. question. <laughs> That's a dumb, dumb question. Well, uh, I think they pitched the idea to us, and the way that they pitched it, it, sound, it sounded very reasonable. It sounded fun. It sounded like a good opportunity to get ourselves out there um, and present a very hopefully tasteful story about cousins being married and show people that we're regular people just like everyone else. I feel like massage porn should be to this music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> <laughs> really weird. I've seen a few uh, more than my fair share of massage porn videos, mm-hmm. and I feel like this is perfect massage porn video material. They've got like the the beat, the drum beat in yeah. the background. Yeah, it's the thrust, the thrust, thrust. Oh, the towel fell off. Let me massage the inside of your labia. (laughs) And we've also brought in a lot of other political elements and stuff that kind of backs what we're doing. And so we're not as, you know, freaky as people would think that we... Oh, wait, so you're bringing in political elements? Political elements. What are you talking about? Yeah. Because you talked to a senator? You know, (laughs) know, another thing that I did. Yeah, because you talked to a senator who gave you a few good ideas. (laughs) What good ideas did he give you? You didn't even specify. He said, move out of the state, dum-dum. It's not legal here. (laughs) You think I'm going to go to bat for your cousin marrying? you got to be kidding me. Right. I already either got a, I got a <laughs> Pat Sleepy Joe on the back or pretend January 6th didn't happen. And now you want me to go to bat for Cousin Mary? Yeah. Are you a fucking moron? It would be. Uh, so I think that it was it was a lot of fun. And when they pitched the idea, uh, we kind of talked about it and said, yeah, this would be a good idea to get our get our ourselves out there and our message so they're not freaky i mean let's let's delve into that again just for a second here because i don't necessarily think they're like kinky freaky no i don't think i don't think cousin love is kinky yeah yeah it's just uh weird in my opinion the number one (laughs) 
porn type of porn that is viewed in the United States mm -hmm. right now during the pandemic. It's stepdaughter porn. Right. So right. incest is a thing. It is a kink, right? People are interested in whether they're interested Absolutely. in themselves doing it or watching somebody else do it. But I would be interested it. in the cousin porn statistics. <laughs> uh, that just doesn't seem all that kinky to me. Like, you know, okay, you fucked your cousin. I guess. All right. Yeah. Stepdaughter's like totally taboo. It's right. like you should not have sex with your stepdaughter. Absolutely not. For sure not. And, uh, and you know, I don't know if they take it a step further than that. I don't know if there's like, I, I don't even want to get into it, no. but I don't know if there's like, that, that, that's just a whole different animal. Yeah. No, no, no. Change some minds. Mm -hmm. For me, I think... Awareness is the first step in social change. And what I love about social change, what are you trying to make it like you want this to sweep the nation? <laughs> I can see her outside with like a po protest sign. Yeah. You know? Who are you? Martin Luther cousin? I mean, like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, things yeah. gotta change. Times are a changing. <laughs> oh, hell no. Cousin wants my blow. I mean, what do you? What do you yeah. want? It, what do you want to happen? I don't get it. I know. I just don't get it. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at the time. Listen, <laughs> uh, we'll get back to more. It, it, I promise you it does not get more interesting from there. That's the first, the first okay. five minutes was the most interesting five minutes. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say this to everybody out there. Love this song, man. So awesome. It's called The Weekend. It's by The Grooves, I think is the name. The Grooves. Okay. I get the actual I like name it. of the song. Yeah. Like it. They have a whole bunch of songs. Uh, that I'm interested in. This is just one of the ones I happen to license. So there you go. I wanted to say <laughs> this. Go to youtube.com slash the commercial break for our special, our new special segment called In the Studio. You can only watch it on YouTube. It does not air on the audio version. So go there. We've been talking about Astroworld. Uh, we're going to put out one shortly where we give you an explanation about Taylor Swift's decoupling from her universal yeah. contract and why she's re-recording all of her shit. Mm -hmm. So it's just something where we talk about subjects that are a little bit more timely and yeah, not always topical. not always crazy. You know, there's we talk about yeah. absurd shit in our family and our life stories here. <laughs> but that that's not all we're interested in talking about. So yeah. go watch in the studio at youtube.com slash the commercial break subscribe to the channel if you would that'd make us so happy you can go to at the commercial break on instagram we're giving away a squatty potty next week and you'll learn more about that on instagram at the commercial break i do want to remind you chrissy and i really appreciate the fact that you're listening to our sponsors we know there's commercials in the show and uh, they've been there for a while but now there's like actual commercial commercials in the show uh that is our in an effort to keep our show free and frequent to you um, so that you don't have to pay some nominal fee on Patreon or anything like that. We'd rather it just go free to you. Let us get a couple sponsors to cover some of the costs. That's it. No big deal. A couple mm -hmm. minutes of commercials. Um, and I also wanted to say this. Go to tcbpodcast.com and use our sponsor special URLs and codes. You get free shit. That's why they give it to you. It's great, great for everybody. Okay, now, what else can we do today? I think that's it, Brian. I think she was a step behind her. She was, I like, was dancing. I, I like the song. I was yeah. dancing. <laughs> I feel like sometimes you're like, I've heard this so many times before. I'm just going to dance for a second. I love it. I'll clearly clue back in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love you. I love you. Until next time, best to you. Best to you. Best to you out there in the podcast audience. We always say at the end of the show, Bye. Bye. The commercial break. New episodes on Tuesdays and now Fridays. New YouTube clips drop daily at youtube.com slash the commercial break. Visit tcbpodcast.com for access to our entire media library. Follow us at the commercial break on Instagram. 
Each episode is written and produced by Brian Green, co-hosted by Chrissy Hoadley, with additional content provided by Tina Connell.